One of my favorite bits in stand-up comedy is uh, this routine by Bill Burr where he talks about all the people that criticized uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he's like, listen, do you think you could uh, move to another country, become famous for working out, uh, become a, the, one of the biggest movie stars of all time, marry into the new country's royalty, and then become governor of a state that, uh, that you can't even pronounce? And uh, one of the punchlines is he's like, it would take, Bill would say, it would take me multiple lifetimes to do any of that. He's like, I'm on my third try of Rosetta Stone Spanish, for God's sake. Um, so Arnold Schwarzenegger's had one of the most unique um, and amazing careers that you'll ever see. And so he gave this speech where he lines out um, what, his, what he feels are his rules of success. So I'm just going to run through the notes I took on that. So rule number one, have a vision. If you don't have a vision of where you want to go, you drift around. You you never end up anywhere or you end up in the wrong place. And he says, I was very fortunate that I stumbled on my vision. I was 11 years old and I saw a documentary about America. I saw the bridges, the freeways, the skyscrapers. I said to myself, that is where I want to be. Arnold hated growing up in Austria. Um, He says, I couldn't see myself becoming a farmer or a worker in a factory or a police officer for that matter, which is what his dad wanted him to do. He said, I felt I was born for something special, for something unique, and for something big. And you know what? Uh, my own personal opinion about that comment is like, we have one shot at life. Everybody is born for something special. Like, don't just accept the routine, the the ordinary. You don't have to. Um, so Arnold was fortunate. He knew he wanted to be in America, and then he was very fortunate to stumble upon basically the blueprint, the blueprint for him. So the blueprint for Arnold's life uh, happy, uh, he discovered one day when he saw he randomly saw a bodybuilding magazine. So he said, I saw a bodybuilding magazine that had Reg Park on the cover. So Reg Park is Arnold Schwarzenegger before Arnold Schwarzenegger was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, he was a three-time Mr. Universe winner. He was in the movies as Hercules. I read that magazine over and over again. The magazine told me how he trained, how long he worked out, how he won all these bodybuilding competitions, how he was discovered for movies. I want it to be just like Reg Park. So he also says, the majority of people don't know what they are, wh- where they are going. You know how great it felt that I knew where I was going? I was so relieved because when you have a goal, everything becomes easy. I love that. That's maybe my favorite idea of his. Um, he said, 74% of people hate their jobs. The majority of people don't like what they are doing. They are just aimlessly drifting around. For them, work is a chore. It is not fun. So he picked fields that he, it was a lot of hard work and it's not definitely easy, but it would be fun. And more importantly, he knew where he was, he was relieved because he knew what it took. Like he knew, okay, this is my goal. So everything I'm doing to get to this goal, like I could do it with a smile on my face. So he's going to talk about that in a minute. So it says, people would ask me uh, while I was smiling, why I was smiling while working out so hard. So they compared and contrasted him to everybody, all the other bodybuilders in the gym. They looked sad. They looked like uh, stressed or not, not sad, but like, you know, they were struggling. So Arnold says, I told them because uh, I'm smiling uh, because I'm shooting for a goal. In front of me is the Mr. Universe title. Every rep that I do gets me closer to accomplishing that goal to make this vision turn into reality. It's a hugely important point, in my opinion. Like every task that you may not want to do, everything that you that is that is that you know gets you closer to turning whatever vision you have in your mind into a reality and that you can actually experience in your life this frame of mind I think is extremely important just think of it like okay well yeah this rep might be painful I'm already tired I'm fatigued but you know what 
this next, this one action is going to get me closer to actually accomplishing that goal. And so that makes it a lot easier and I can smile through this. He says, I couldn't wait to do another 500 pound squat. I couldn't wait to do 2000 sit-ups. I couldn't wait for the next exercise. And he couldn't wait for it because it got him closer to his goal. Visualize, visualizing your goal and going after it makes it fun. You need a purpose in life. Rule number two, more good advice from him. Don't listen to the naysayers. Everything I did, I was told it was impossible. When someone said to me it can't be done, I heard it can be done. When someone told me no, I heard yes. When they said it was impossible, I heard it is possible. I'm a strong believer in what Nelson Mandela said. Everything is impossible until someone does it. I did not listen to the naysayers. No one knows what you can do. When I got into movies, I was told no one in Hollywood has an accent like you, that my accent will give people the creeps. No one in Hollywood has ever become a leading man with an accent. It doesn't happen. These are the kind of things I heard. You know what? I didn't give a shit because I believed I could do it. This is hugely powerful in my opinion. Rule number three, work your ass off. There is no magic pill. You have to work. It drives me crazy when people say they don't have enough time to work out or do something to improve. Imagine if you read one hour a day about history, how much you would learn after one year. Imagine if you work on some business you want to develop for one hour every day. Imagine how further along you will go. And then uh, he kind of continues on this point. He's like, listen, we have 24 hours a day. Organize your day. And then he describes his, what his schedule was like when he was first starting out. He says, I worked out five hours a day. I was working construction because there was no money in bodybuilding then. I went to college. I also went to acting class four times a week. There was not one single minute that I wasted. And this is something that uh, Arnold learned from his friend Muhammad Ali. And he says, he worked his butt off. I saw it firsthand. He was asked how many sit-ups he did. He said he didn't start counting until it hurts. Think about that. He doesn't start counting until he feels pain. That is working hard. And then he brings up another quote that he likes. Uh, he says, uh, so it says, Arnold believes in Ted Turner's quote, work like hell and advertise. He says, you work your ass off and then you, and then, and then you let the world know about your work. If you have a company, if you have a movie, if you do sports, work your ass off first and then let everyone know. Rule number four, and this is, um, I think, probably the most controversial point, but I think he's probably actually correct about this. Um, don't have a plan B. When you start doubting yourself, that is very dangerous. What you're saying is, if my plan doesn't work, I have something to fall back on. That means you start thinking about plan B. You are taking that thought and that energy from plan A. Make a full commitment. Plan B becomes a safety net. It is important to understand we function better when there is no safety net. I have never, ever, ever had a plan B. I made a full commitment that I'm going to be a bodybuilding champion. I made a full commitment to be in America. I made a full commitment that I'm going to get into show business. And there's actually um, a lot of, that's, that's not actually a new thought. Um, there's been many examples in like military history where they'll be invading, uh, like, let's say you have, um, troops or military personnel that are invading like a, a new, uh, like they're trying to overtake a, a country. What they'd happen is they sail somewhere. And then once they get the, 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 the people in the military didn't know that their, their leader was going to do this in advance too. They'd land on shore and then they'd be ordered to burn the boats. And so basically what they're effectively doing is just saying, hey, if those boats are here, we know we have a way out. We can go back home. We can retreat. But if we burn the boats, we are fully committed to plan eight. So you know, Arnold's telling us to burn the boats. Uh, rule number five, 
uh, uh, rule number five, help other people. When I was an immigrant to America, everyone helped me. They invited me to Thanksgiving. The bodybuilders in the gym uh, brought me plates because I had no plates or silverware. I had no TV, no bed, no nothing. They brought it to my apartment. They helped me. So then he talked a little bit about, like, now he feels the obligation to give back. So he spent time in Special Olympics. He did the, um, the he was on the President's Council for to promote health and fitness uh, throughout the country. He's done all, all type of things now. And uh, finally, rule number six, there is no such thing as a self-made person. We all benefit from the help of other people. When you are born, you need your parents to raise you. You need teachers to teach you. You need coaches to coach you. Everything I did, I always needed help. You can call me anything you want. But don't call me a self-made man. I did not get to this point by myself. How could I be successful in movies without an audience? The people that go see the movies help you make help make you successful. <laughs>